All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. Uh, we have both of the brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How are we doing, boys? Uh, we're good. We're good. Well, I'm having a nice time. We are, spoiler alert, in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, um, so so just a little kind of background. We are doing the I Can't Deal With This podcast from a little bit of a different location. Uh, me and the boys took a trip. Um, we went to the Red Stadium. We went up to Cincinnati. We drove up Monday, um, and we were up up there Monday and yesterday. Um, we went to a Cincinnati Reds game. Um, we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, and now we today, which today is Wednesday, we drove from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh, about four, four and a half hour drive, um, and then we're just chilling here. I'm going to go to Permantis. We all know that Avery is a big Pittsburgh guy, so um, we drove up here, and we're going to go to a Pirates game tomorrow. Um, But I wanted to hear your kind of first impressions. Um, Avery, this was your first Major League Baseball stadium, Um, and so give me your initial thoughts, what you liked, what you didn't like, what was kind of cool about it, what wasn't cool about it. Um, Felt like a kid in a candy shop. Never, It's like first pro sports event that I've never been to. Yeah. So um, everything was great. I I don't really have any complaints. Um, atmosphere was cool. Reds have a lot of history, so like seeing kind of those things about like the they're the best starting eight, and then the first baseball team of all t- like major league team ever. It was like the best. It was like the best nine in the first nine or something yeah, like that. Like yeah. the the first nine, they went like fifty seven to zero. And they like were the eighteen sixty nine or something. Like yeah, that. they were like the first major league baseball like team. A few farm. years after the Civil War ended. Yeah, yeah, they were the survivors. That, that yeah. could that could be true. The Cincinnati Red Stockings. Yeah, Red Stockings. Um, cool mascot. I think that's an all time mascot they have for sure. Um, it's probably the only Cincinnati team I respect. Um, we just gotta we just gotta keep going with um, the Steelers propaganda on this. Podcast. Um. Cincinnati city was a lot nicer than I thought it would be. I know you asked me about the stadium, but the city itself, a lot nicer than I thought it would be. A lot of cool artifacts, artifacts, attractions. Yeah. We saw artifacts at the museum. Um, cool vibe. Not a lot of homeless people. Not super dirty. Not as many as I thought there would be. Um, cool bridges. Not as cool as Pittsburgh's, in my opinion. But, um, Just had to get that dig in there, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Pittsburgh's the city of bridges. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Pittsburgh in a second. So, but um, yeah. Overall, great. Uh, Tuesday night combo deal thing they had going on was lit. So, what Avery's referring to is they had a three-two-one night. So, what that means is they had three-dollar beers. Um, so, if you got a Bud Light or a Budweiser, um, it was three dollars. Um, one of us took advantage of that deal. I'm not going to say who it is, um, but. Uh, it was all of us. So it was $3 beers, um, $2 hot dogs. Apparently, there was only supposed to be a two max, but it's I swandled max. the system. It's two max per person per order. So you can order two, go Yeah, back. I got three. So I don't know how it, that it happened. It was funny. I told you. You also lady, got four ice creams. Yeah, but there was two of us there. And there was only supposed to be like two per person. So when, no. I, when I rolled up, I was like, oh, can I? It says here that it's two max. So can I come back for more? And the lady was like, there's a limit i didn't even know that and uh-huh. i was like okay well 
She's like, I just gave a dude five, and I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so then I just got my two hot dogs and I and I left. But and then uh, and d- then dollar was, ice cream. And then it was one dollar ice cream. So it was really cool, just because like it's kind of crazy to think about like how cheap some stuff was in comparison to others. So like a tw- twenty ounce of Powerade was six ninety nine, whereas I spent. Four dollars or six dollars on three hot dogs that night. So I literally, it was really cool because we got, I got two ice creams, um, I got three hot dogs, and I got two Powerades the whole night. That's definitely the cheapest sporting event I've ever been to for concessions. I think the only way you beat it is, I know that uh, the The Hornets, the Falcons have like affordable pricing stadium. From, they're like one of the few that actually have like affordable food. Uh, affordable food. Well, I've where, never been to a Falcons game. Yeah. Well, next just, next trip. I oh, just well, heard about it. That's dope. Um, now, if we ever go down to a, an Atlanta Braves game during the football, it would never be on during football season, will it? Baseball I goes mean, to October. Yeah, to a certain extent. You could. It goes in like early part of the season yeah. and then late part. I say if you went, if I mean, the, I didn't. I've never been to the new Brave Stadium, so if I ever went down, I'd try to see a Panthers Falcons game and then go okay. to the Brave Stadium. But I think the Charlotte Checkers one time has like fifty cent hot dog night, and like that'd be the cheapest I've ever seen. Uh, but Cincinnati was great. It was a lot of like restaurants. That's something I never think of. Like Charlotte, yeah, definitely has like a cool vibe but outside of like a few places you can't just like walk around the city and go like here's a place to eat here's a place to eat here's a place to eat there's a couple in uptown uh true queen city by the way first one first one yeah yeah, Um, get it right but um 50 years earlier i i think that overall impressions i've been to a lot of cities been to like new york paris i've been to german cities i've been all up and down the east coast i would definitely rank it right outside my top five really yeah so like Interesting. New, okay. Char- I don't count Charlotte in the cities just because like the bias with there yeah. is too much. New York's always been my favorite. Um, I say that's heavily biased just because as a kid, my dad's from New York. I had a lot of family from up north, and he was just like, we were flying in, and my dad was just like, I don't know if we were driving or flying, but he was just like, just be prepared to be amazed. That's all he said. And I was for just, Cincinnati. No, for New York. Oh. And I was just like, yeah, 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 whatever. And we we were like walking through the street and it was the first time I've ever just been completely surrounded by buildings. Massive. Like you go to Charlotte, you go to right in the center of uptown. You might have a couple. You might have like two, but like in New York, you're like, I I can't see. And you're like, just like looking and you're like, this is insanity. Yeah. But like, you can find everything there. I love it. Um, Cincinnati's their top five cities out of even the European cities you've been to. I said outside my top five. Um, Relax. Nice. It's nice for Ohio. So, well, I mean, like, I haven't been to every. I mean, I'm counting like big cities. Like, you know, I'm not gonna go in there and go like, yeah, Raleigh's nice. I've been to Durham. I've been to Raleigh. I've been to Asheville. I'm not counting those in like the cities because it's like, yeah, Asheville's great. It's really no, awesome. it's not. Asheville's not. Asheville's no. all right. Dirty hippie yeah. town. Well, I mean, like, it's it's great for like if you want to go outdoors and stuff. Boone was great. I'm not. It's a city. It's great if you're gay. New, so New York. Num- New, <laughs> that was <laughs> New York number one. Paris number two. I believe we were in Frankfurt, Germany's number three. My dad lived there. Cool. Um, four Stationed. is shout out to Wade. Shout out. Shout out to Wade. Shout out. I would got- say four. 
I'd put Charlotte. Five would probably be. You said. Well, I take. I don't put Charlotte number one. I, I'm trying to be perspective. Um, Atlanta was a lot of fun, um, but I'm going to say Atlanta five, and then I'll say LA six, and then maybe Cincinnati. And okay, half. so you have now been to. Uh, you went to the Cubs last year. You went to the White, White Sox. Sox last year. Um, Reds. And you've been to the Reds, and you've been to the old Turner Stadium. Um, and so those are kind of your four stadiums of Major League Baseball experience. So give me your kind of your order from greatest to least and give me a little bit about the justification. You don't have to – don't do don't go super deep I'm going super Cubs deep one that felt like history, like R- in the Wrigley? Cubs stadium. Yeah, Wrigley Field. Wrigley, I mean, you're talking about like classic, you know, get your hot dog here and like you can definitely see like the – do you like jazz? Yeah, it's 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 old. You can see the history there. Um, I'm gonna say that second is probably uh, the Brave Stadium, the old Turner Field. Um, okay. A lot of fun there. I mean, we're talking about packed house. Everyone's doing the chop. Everyone like that was full. Like, I think it was a pretty good game. It was like Chipper Jones, one of his last games. So, like everyone was out to see him. Mm. Um, I'll say threes Reds, um, just because like. We were so close. Like I think that's a bi- bit of a bias. We were so close to the to the field, and we were on TV. I like the yeah, we were on TV. I liked the view, and then there was the White Sox. I mean, it, not saying that it was a bad stadium, but like it, it just was just so packed and loud, and there was a lot, a little bit more of a ruley crowd, and that's still fine. It, it, it's the experience, but um, I felt like where we were sitting and how it was built, I had a harder time following the game, like. It's not the seats were pretty good, but it was like I couldn't really see the the plate that well. So it was just like you'd see a guy throw, and it was like oh, like I would hear a ball, and it, you know, I hear the ball get hit. Yeah. It's like I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, I got my ranking of stadiums. Okay. Night Stadium, then the Reds. Night Stadium is beautiful. No, the Night Stadiums. I'm just I was just trolling. No, I mean to be honest with you, I like the Night Stadium as well, just because the view, of the, the view is I mean, amazing. The view is one of a kind. Um, I thought that the Reds, I thought the Red Stadium was okay. Um, I was telling you all about it yesterday. I mean, I'm kind of the the resident Major League Baseball stadium guy. Um, I think that like there were a couple things that I really liked. Um, I think that. I think that the Reds, out of all my stadiums, was the best bang for your buck stadium. Um, we had first row tickets, and that was thirty dollars a ticket. And honestly, I could have got those exact same tickets on the left field side for like twenty two dollars a ticket. Mm. Um, and so I could have got first row tickets, three of them, for sixty dollars total between the two of us. So, uh, or the three of us, I think that that was a great deal. And then obviously, I know that it was Tuesday, and we went on a Tuesday, so we kind of lucked up in that aspect. But the three, two, one thing, I mean, was cherry that, on top. That that's that's a game changer. I mean, like you Y'all said, got some cool merch too. Like, yeah, I mean, Ooh. we got we got some cool merch. So I I got a. a Reds hat, an all-star game hat that's black. Um, and gold. And, and gold. Um, and then I also got a King Griffey Jr. kind of like kind of home run derby-esque shirt, um, which was really, really cool. You want to tell um, him what I got? Uh, he got the man, the yeah, myth, the legend, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. That's how he says it. Uh, Nick, He got a Nick Castellanos. his name worse every time. Nick Castellanos. Uh, Fifty percent off T-shirt because he's not yeah, on the team anymore. Yeah, it was like anymore. twenty-two bucks. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bro, I, I was red to my socks. Red. Gucci down to the socks. Yeah, Call me Biggie Papa. Baby. baby. I had red hat, red shirt, red shoes. I had red pants. You would have completed the ensemble, but I'm not oh, that crazy. Yeah, you would have been blooded out. So Why? I would have been. I wouldn't have been walking some places to Charlotte. No, nah, but like, but like I, I said. I wasn't wearing an ounce of red. I think that like mine, I mean, I don't know. I think that it was good. Um, What's your one number of the, one? Yeah, you're, you've been to like, what, nine? So I'll talk about that in a second. So my big thing is, like, the thing I – there were a couple things that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, one of them, because the Reds were so bad, there weren't a whole lot of people there. Yeah. And because of the deal, there were a lot of kids there. Yeah. And, like, that's great that you're getting a younger crowd, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I kind of enjoy, like, that kind of, like – Adult. Adult atmosphere. Um, when I went to the NLCS, like, it was an amazing atmosphere, and 90% of it was adults. So they were as passionate as anybody, um, whereas kids sometimes just kind of irritate me. Hey, James um, was the homie, though. Hey, James was the homie. Shout out to James. He was but, the only kid there that wasn't annoying. Yeah, for real. And he was right next to us. Um, but I think the big thing, too, is that, like, I – I didn't like one thing that I really enjoyed doing, and especially with our first row t- seats, was I really wanted to watch batting practice. Um, yeah. And we got there, so the game started at six forty. We got there at probably about five fifteen, five twenty, way early enough to catch batting practice, and the gates were locked, um, and so we couldn't get in until six forty. And by the time that we got in, or not six forty, at five forty, yeah. And by the time that we got in batting practice was already over. And so it was just one of those things where it was like, it was nice to have time to like go around and get hot dogs and like get merch and stuff like that and go just explore the general part of the stadium. Um, But I think that it was kind of just one of those things where it was like, I I really wish that they wouldn't have dropped the ball because I mean, Getting a Joey Votto, home even run, a batting. BP home run ball, or Mike Moustakis home run ball, or a Brian De La Cruz home run ball. Our boy. Hey, shout out to Brian De La Cruz. Hey, gonna You're ne- you. never going to listen to this. So, a little get- bit of backstory about him. Um, he was the right fielder for the Marlins last night. Um, and we were, and my job was to just get him to acknowledge me. And I feel like I accomplished that. Y'all had that a conversation job. for like two innings. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was telling him to go left because it's like, hey, there's a pull hitter. You need to go left. And then he got, he hit it to the right. And I was like, I told you it was coming to you. And he was like, you told me to go right or go left. I had to go right. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just kind of a cool moment. That's never happened to me before. So that's another yeah. kind of big pro. We also. Found out Brian De La Cruz doesn't want to play for the Marlins. You heard it here you first. Need to t- you need to tell that kind of part of the story. We too. uh, so the some dudes behind us during the ninth inning, they uh, they weren't sitting there the whole game, but then they came and sat behind us, and they said they were messing with Brian last night, and then they like we're back, and then they said. Do you, you? We know you don't want to play for the Marlins, and he like nodded his no, head. No, he said so. It was like. Right, it was like we know you don't want to play for the right Marlins. Right hand, yes, or left hand, no. You want to stay on the Marlins. Right hand, yes, you want to get off the Marlins or something like that. And he like nodded his hand that he was like, "Hey, eh, I kind of like don't want to be on the Marlins." Yeah, it was kind of just wild. Yeah, you heard it here first. This is top notch reporting. We hey, were on field. We got we his- were on. F- hey, we got it straight from the yeah. source. You know, ESPN 
Doesn't yeah. Touch us. Hey, sign us ESPN. Um, but to answer your question about my favorite, I don't know. One of my – probably my two favorites, um, and I don't know if it's just because my family was there, but I really enjoyed the Angel Stadium. The Angel Stadium was the best aesthetically pleasing from the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you had the rocks. You had – it was a beautiful stadium in itself. Um, but probably one of my other – favorites is the Padre Stadium. Um, the Padres, they didn't have rocks. There wasn't anything that was super crazy about it, but it was so clean. It was so like well kept together. Um, everything was so kind of organized and, and what's when you're going around, it's kind of, it's super nice. Were y'all near the brick building in left field? Yeah. Yeah. So we were like three, that's really the only kind of fact like that's the only kind of standing feature of it yeah. um and we were probably about two or three sections over from that brick building is that an actual that's in left field building or can people like go stand up there uh, i think you can stand up there i'm not entirely sure i can't entirely that would be remember. pretty sick if like people worked in that building or something yeah uh, no that would be wild it's right in the middle of downtown san diego isn't it uh it is in middle of downtown san diego like there's skyscrapers near it yeah Um, but I, I enjoyed Cincinnati. Um, I thought that Cincinnati kind of was, it seemed kind of old to me personally. Um, it seemed kind of too, there were definitely certain parts where it seemed run down. Um, there wasn't a lot of traffic just because there's not a whole lot of people that live there in comparison to a Charlotte or New York or LA or even maybe a Pittsburgh. Um, but it did, it did surprise me in terms of the food. Um, I didn't food. enjoy the, the lawn garden or whatever was it. What was it called today? That we the, went to for lunch. The yard, the, the yard. Yeah, it's, it's called the yard house. Yeah, it's like the yard house was, or something like it's that. It's like a brewery. I wasn't super impressed with that, but um, there was a, a restaurant called the Brew Burger bar or something like that and it was arguably a top five burger of mine um i thought that it was fantastic ketchup top um, tier yeah ketchup top tier um i i thought that the 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 restaurant was really cool um and i honestly thought from us staying slightly outside the city in in newport, newport yeah um i thought that it was going to be super run down inside the city because it was pretty run down outside the city in Newport, but that wasn't the case. So um, it just I, like I would a, say it seemed I, like a port town. Yeah, yeah, it but yeah, it. But it's one of those things where talking about Pittsburgh in compare in contrast, I would say anything that I had a problem with in Cincinnati is a pro that I have in Pittsburgh. But some of the pros that I had in Cincinnati of there not being a whole lot of traffic and there's not like the infrastructure is kind of simplistic to a certain yeah. extent is like one of the cause that we see in Pittsburgh. It's, it's like definitely it's easier super, to drive super aesthetically pleasing. I mean, when you go out, I mean, you, you're not joking. Like when you go out of that tunnel and you see the landscape, you see the bridge, you see, uh, Heinz arch- architecture field. Aquasure. Yeah. Um, and you see PNC park, like it's really, really beautiful, but it's one of those things too, where it's like, you, you, the, you all the lane lanes exits. and the, the traffic and everything else, it's kind of one of the big cons. But we've only literally been in 
Pittsburgh for six hours. Six hours. So yeah. um, there's still a lot to be kind of said on that. But we're gonna we're gonna talk more uh, next week. We'll be we'll have gone to the Pirates game. We'll kind of give you the rundown you know, and some of the kind of the the highlights from our trip. Yeah. Um, we went we went to the casino. Um, Avery uh, won some money. I lost money. Connor lost money. I got lucky. I just played slots and hit hit and I got out. Yeah. I we played I bet we, five bucks one seventy. Yeah. We played disc golf with Karat. That was a the homie Karat. Hey, he shout out to Karat. Vietnamese surgeon. Yeah, it's surgeon assistant. Surgeon assistant. Um, and he just picked up disc golf. He said when we were out there that was like his eighth game. That's crazy. Um, we went bowling, which was really nice. Uh, what Connor else we went do? nuts on the bowling alley. Yeah, Connor's a legend in bowling. Apparently, what else did we do in Cincinnati? We got Skyline. We got Skyline uh, Chili. Yeah. We got that Brew Burger. We got Sugar and Spice. Hey, Connor almost uh, got a girlfriend. And we yeah, got, we got Con- ducks. If if there's um if there is a girl in Cincinnati who works who, at Sugar and Spice, who works yeah. at Sugar and Spice, who served chicken tenders and waffles, who served chicken tenders and waffles to a guy who forgot his hot chocolate, hit Connor up at Connor S Peck um, on Instagram. He would love to talk to you. He would love to take you out on a date whenever you come he to would Charlotte. Love to take you or he'll come to Cincinnati to meet you. So. Oh, boy. Um, Y'all can meet halfway in Nashville. Oh, yeah. That's not actually. Okay. That's not bad. L- Louisville? Louisville. I would do Nashville or Louisville, but yeah. Louisville or Nashville. Na- I was about to say, Nashville. Louisville's not a dry, long drive for her. It's a long drive for you. You go. She got to go two you know, hours. You got to go twelve. Go to that Kmart in Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I'm not talking about that. We yeah. got food at the sketchiest IHOP we've ever seen. Bullet and, there, holes. And, and we had and we had two uh, homeless people having sex mining at Kmart. Uh, uh, off the abandoned highway. Kmart. Literally, West Virginia's rough. Yeah, well, West Virginia was rough. Opioid capital of the world, she said. Like opioid, opioid, opioid <laughs> abuse capital of the world yeah right? and meth yeah sounds about right yeah um there's a bullet hole in our ihop in the window yeah and the was. front doors that's were bro- a true story front doors were shattered i think they were, they were painting it but yes and the ac was broke oh and the ac was broke, and there was flies and our waitress had a a peg leg that was not our waitress but well, yes there was a girl was, who she was dragging who it. was dragging her her leg yep so they were doing going actually into sports. <laughs> so going actually into sports. Oh, we do have to talk about before we move on to another thing. We did go to the Reds game last night. Avery almost caught a home run ball. Yeah, um, Avery, you got to tell that story because so, I was two seats over. I could maybe possibly got was, over there, man. but it was five feet away from Avery. So, so you got who tell was even up to bat? Was it Mustakas again? No, it was Diaz. It was Elias Diaz uh, for the Marlins. Yeah. Yep. He. Uh, Lefty hitter. I don't even know the count. I just know I heard the crack, and I saw it coming, and I stood up. up. I was like, "It was high too." Oh my gosh, it's right there. So to put it, so to put it into perspective, he hits it. It's up, and it's like I think that it's like a section or two over from us. Yeah. And as time's going on, it's I feel like it's slowly moving more and more and more towards us, and I'm like holy crap <laughs> like this might actually head straight was for avery right and in front me of me and, so why we're on and connor just sat because he was like i'm not going me for it and avery are standing up fully eyes locked on the ball it's a 
piss missile to the moon. Our jaws are dropped. Connor, sitting down. Hey, more power to you. My my thoughts were, it's coming our way. Let me get up. You two stood up and I said, these two individuals would murder me. If, if I Connor got, got in, in the way, way, if Connor got in the way, and we didn't get that ball, it bounced, if yeah, it bounced out of your, home. if it bounced out of your glove into the track, we walked home anyway. I would have. No, you would have walked home from Cincinnati. Yeah, to, I, I was like, you if know it what? Bounced off your glove into the field. I was like, you know what? If they catch it, great. I'm not putting my leg. Miller would push me into the state, onto the grass to For get sure. to get a ball, and I was like. Hmm. Safety first. Well, as it got closer and closer, it died off and it landed like two feet in front of us on the back track, and the outfielder caught it. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was one track. I I, was I so think sad. it was probably about five feet away from us, but yeah, it was it, it was, was definitely close. It was perfect because I fully think that if you stood on the the wall and fully outstretched your glove, you might have got it. Yeah. But Tyler Naquin, it would have been it. Tyler Naquin been pissed um, yeah i know uh i know that there was a man out there and they had to throw it but it would have been really cool if uh if you know those outfielders when they catch that deep if no toss one else in the crowd base, they would toss it in the crowd yeah they do don't they i mean they not with not with no outs oh with two outs yes but with yeah. no outs no so they you know they usually throw it back i thought it'd be pretty sweet if he you know caught it i don't know if it ended the inning yeah but it would have been cool I don't if he think tr- it well, I don't know what I'm it didn't end the inning. So it would been really cool if you had been yeah, like, oh, was, you know. That was the top of the eighth. Yeah, it was top of the yeah. eighth. Toss it up to the dude who could have, you know, if it went yeah. further. Reds yeah. lost. Yeah. Per usual. After th- we went to Cincinnati the day of and they yeah. played against Marlins and had like 17. Yeah, Jonathan India hit a grand slam his twice. first career. Twice. I don't uh, think it was twice. But that was I, the I know. One of the season. I know that they were up like. They were up by Thir- like eight or nine. It was like 13 to one. So much so that like. They brought in the Marlins brought in their second baseman from last night and he was Tortuga. Yeah, he was throwing forty five miles an hour out on the yeah. out on the lawn. So well, and then they brought in their aces for our game and there was no yeah, offense. They, yeah, we had Pablo Lopez, who was Connor's Cy Young pick. He had eleven strikeouts. Torching everybody. And had eleven strikeouts. We only had two two hits. And then Hunter so, Hunter Green threw hundred and three. Yeah, Hunter Green Hunter Green was throwing gas. So, my question to you is, and I know that that took a long time, but okay. my legit icebreaker is I want you to give me a dream matchup that you would want to see So in sports. So, for instance, a one-on-one game, give me a dream matchup that you would want to see in NBA. It's Michael Jordan, LeBron. They're- Who do you think would win? Michael. I, I think Michael would win. I think in a 1v1 Full court, half court. Uh, you can't play one on one full court. You can't play full court for one on one. You play. Are we allowing like normal NBA rules with a ref? Yeah, I would say that if it was a professional ref, three point line, everything standard, I think LeBron would win. But if you put him on like, you just basically play blacktop. You it's fouls when you bleed. Michael would probably beat LeBron. I think. I think Michael. Right, I think. Went, uh, if we're going out at seven, Michael's like, we, a, Michael's like a, we usually play on this show, I'm going Michael in five. Yeah, Michael's a better shooter. I'd say Michael in better seven. defender. Jumps we're talking higher. about. We are still talking about I, but LeBron I understand James that being he's like, one of the most athletic. 
But athleticism doesn't automatically. He's still like the best well-rounded basketball player. We've okay, yes, Michael's the best well offensive. Well-rounded doesn't apply to one-on-one. Well-rounded applies to a five-on-five game, which is great. We're talking about the arguably the greatest or the second greatest player of all time. But he's a great rebounder. He's a great shot blocker. He's a great. Uh, uh, he has great vision. He has a great IQ. But that doesn't necessarily translate to one-on-one. Whereas Michael Jordan. He he runs that. He's the greatest scorer of all time. He's the one that in like 88 averaged like he 36, won. 37 points he a game. He has like five defensive player of the years. Yeah, and he he's no slouch on defense I know, either. I know. All right. I, I, would, said, I, would, I still said Michael would win. I would pay to see it. All right. So oh, give, me your, give me your NBA one. Larry Bird and Kevin Durant. Ooh. Um, I'm going. They're two insane players. I'm going. I'm going KD in seven. I think KD. Yeah. No, I think KD like would win. Larry's shot. Actually, I might change that. I might say Larry in seven. Just yeah. because I think that KD's defense would not keep up with Larry's offense, whereas Larry's defense would catch up or keep up with KD's offense. Yeah. Because Larry Bird was locked down, whereas KD is a fantastic yeah. Offensive player, arguably one of the best, maybe even the best yeah. offensive player I, we've ever seen. But he, his defense is not yeah. to think, the level that he would need to be in order to compete with a top 10 talent I think, such as Larry Bird. I think Larry's got enough skill to do whatever he wanted to beat him one-on-one. I'm going Larry in seven, though. I still think that because of KD's ability, he would get him three against Larry. But I don't think that it would be... I think that Larry would still come out I th- on top. I think KD would win just because he's faster. All right. That KD and seven for me. KD and seven. Even though I would like to see Larry. Okay. What do you think, Connor? Bird and seven. Bird and seven. Give me this. This is gonna be this is gonna be out there. I want to see prime Allen Iverson versus versus prime Kobe. We we did see that. Oh, you mean one on one? One on one. I want to see AI versus stuff. Well, I, I didn't. Yeah. ask you that. I know. I know. I, I, know. I think um, in a one on one, Allen Iverson. I'm going. Co- I'm going Kobe I'm, in six. I'm going Kobe in five. I'm going Kobe in six, just because people forget that just like Michael Jordan was a multiple time Defensive Player of the Year, Kobe was like twelve team All Defense. Allen Iverson crossed up Michael Jordan. Yes, I'm aware, but Allen Iverson. The same reasoning that I had for Larry Bird is the same reasoning that I'm having for Alan I or for Kobe is that Kobe, on the other hand, is a person who could average 30 points at the drop of a hat, 12 time all defense, whereas Allen Iverson, arguably one of the greatest scorers, kind of like KD, but is not didn't practice. He he didn't. <laughs> we talking about practice. He he doesn't play that much defense, so. I would go with that. So another question: Any anybody else for, uh, Char- for Charles NBA? Charles Barkley and Draymond Green? <laughs> Charles, bro. No, I know Charles I, Barkley would kill him. I just, I, think see, I just want to see them box. I would like, like two, to two see <laughs> a prime Kareem versus Shaq. That would be something yeah. like that would be. I think that's like the all-time big man matchup. You know, I might be in the minority. I think Shaq would destroy him. I don't think that Shaq would destroy him. I think that Shaq would win. It's make win. it, take it, yeah. I think that Shaq would win in seven, 
But people forget how devastating that, that skyhook is for Kareem. Because I don't think Shaq could block a skyhook. Yeah, I don't think he could either. He, it's he'd just, be, just, just too tall. Time Shaq would be the closest to be able to jump up and hit it. Yeah, but yeah. I think that Shaq would definitely has the size advantage. I think that also Kareem, in terms of stamina, I think that Kareem has a better stamina. Way than more Shaq. skilled, too. Yeah. So, another one that I want to hear from you is we're doing still prime matchups. I don't even remember. I was watching some today, and I can't remember what I was watching to prompt this. But give me prime wide receiver versus prime corner. Okay. And tell me who you think would win 10 out of out of 10 tries. Okay. And that could be all the route combinations yeah. that you can well, think of. I had a post about this a while ago. Okay. I'll do prime AB versus Deion Sanders. Okay. And I'll take Deion Sanders 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. So AB gets 4. Yeah. Deion gets yeah. Uh, incomplete or interception 6. Yeah. Okay. Well, not to pick Dion. That was good. I was going to use him. Oh, I'm sorry. You can um, use him. Use him. Jerry Rice, uh, Revis Island. I think that Jerry Rice would cook. Him. Would probably do a six or seven, but I think Revis would definitely make him fight for it. But I think Jerry. I think maybe the only, the only cornerback I could ever see potentially locking Jerry down when he knows he's got to get it done, probably Dion. Dion couldn't though. I asked him saying he couldn't. Like I see only if if you were like, I have a I'm a coach. Gun to my head, you need to put any cornerback on Jerry Rice. Your life is on the line. It's probably Revis or Deion Sanders against Jerry Rice. Like I think I don't think there's anyone else I can think of that's like. Can Can you do a safety? See, I was thinking about safety, but safeties couldn't one on one corner. Yeah, they're not not from the line. They got to come down. Can I do Uh, Can I do an honorary one? Sure. Do like Mel Blunt versus like Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> speed! But with Ka-chow! with seventies rules though, Tyreek. What do you mean? Concussed. They invented pass interference because Mel Blunt was locking people down too good. Her. So he was mugging them. So I want to see him. <laughs> I want to see him. I mean, you could probably say Ray Rice versus anybody, and having him play in the early two thousands defense and him. Who Ray, Ray Rice? Not not Ray Rice. Ray, uh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Yeah, just absolutely. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Ray Rice. Ray Rice knocking people out on that. Then how about this? <laughs> Running back, middle linebacker, middle linebacker. Linebackers got to stop backers the versus backs drill. Hold on, we'll we'll get to that. I'm all all my... time Oklahoma. So, oh, that's a good one. Um, so I'm going. I want Randy Moss. I want Randy v- Moss versus Dick Nitrain Lane. Mm. Two completely different eras. I think Randy Moss wins 10 out of 10. You think so? He did it to everybody. Nah, I don't think if so. If Randy puts his I, hand I, up. Bro, we're GG. talking about a guy who, like, obliterate like Nick Nitrain Lane obliterated the single sack or single interception record. Yeah, but he like, also had, he had like stick 15 six, Okay, put him put Randy so Moss did, back in the 60s, 70s. Yeah, okay, yeah, stick him. Cuz I mean, and so did Jerry Rice. Did Jerry what? Rice used stick him? Yeah. Oh, okay. They all did. But what I'm saying is is I think that Randy Moss would come out on top just because of how much of an athletic specimen he is. But I'm saying that he – I would go that he – I think that Randy Moss would get six to seven. and But Nick 
Dick Nitrain Lane. Richard. Richard. Um, would get him probably three or four and probably get two interceptions out of those three or yeah. four. Um, but let's that that's back, mine. Backs, so backers. let's go backs backers. So like Oklahoma drill? Bro, I yeah. got I got mine to start out. The okay. best one. Okay. Give me prime bow versus prime Ray Lewis. The earth would shatter. Earth shattering. I want to see Jerome. Who do you think would win out of ten times? Bo. I think Bo. I Bo. think it depends on I Bo think it, I think it six. could be honestly five five. Five five. I'm about to say is it would depend on how long Bo has to get started. Like if he's taking the ball if it's like a handoff and don't, aren't they usually like ten yards apart? Yeah. Laying on the So back. he gets Five yards to get momentum. Backs versus backers is literally like a hitting drill. I, th- which you should not be doing. Steelers do it every practice. Yeah, I was about to say that's that's what some team. Some team, I'm talking about like some middle only, school, like elementary. I know that oh, there's some coaches. We out there did Oklahoma there. every day, bro. No, Oklahoma. I look forward to it. No, you're talking about something different. Oklahoma is when you're on your back. Yeah, but backs versus backers is the same thing. Just you're not laying down. You just get up and like got to run through them. Yeah, because I was like Oklahoma. That's a whole different skill set. Yeah. But backs versus backers, I'm going. I'm going. Bo, I, I really think that Bo and Ray Lewis would would even out. Yeah. I want to see. I, that, I feel like that's kind of a skit, like a cop out. But no, I don't know. That's I really probably don't the most fair one. Yeah. I don't know if there's anyone else who ran with as much power as him. Like, then do somebody shifty? Some, no, because then it's. I mean, I guess. I mean, at that point, you would do Barry Sanders and like. You don't hit him. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Out the way. Bro, here's mine. Another one of mine. Give me Barry versus Luke. Yeah, Luke Keekley. Yeah. I hey, I think Barry going to get him se- seven. Yeah, but Luke. But, but Luke going to get yeah. some of his. I want Because Luke shifty like that. I think Bobby Wagner would do better in that drill because Bobby was just, I think, a better tackler than Luke. Luke was smarter than Bobby. But I want to see Jerome Bettis go – a bus. I can't think of a linebacker. You know what? We'll just keep it Steelers. Jack Lambert versus Jerome Bettis. I want Troy Polamalu. I want. I want to see him stop. Who? Who'd you say? Jerome Bettis and Jack Lambert. Bro, on a one-on-one drill, Jerome Bettis hitting everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know. Even Jack. He's called the bus. I'll give Jack one just because he was mean. I. I want to see OJ Simpson and Troy Polamalu because I think that's a that's a really great dichotomy of Jesus Christ and murder. <laughs> Troy Polamalu, oh. Troy Polamalu versus OJ Simpson. I'm going Troy. Troy, Troy gonna beat the hell out of that man. Yeah, I'm going Troy and se- I'm going the seven. Power out of, of God. Uh, is Troy Christian or just Hawaiian? I saw. I think he's uh, no, he's definitely see, me. Um, go uh, Ladanian Tomlinson versus uh, Lawrence Taylor. See, I I want I love the the idea of the LTs. I wonder where you got that idea from. Um, I read it somewhere actually. Yeah. Um. So the I'm going Lawrence Taylor. I mean, you're talking about the greatest defensive the, player of all time. To be honest with you, you put Lawrence Taylor against an, any running back. I'm going Lawrence Taylor beats them. Six or more times. But the bus, though. Lawrence Taylor beats the bus. Yeah. 
The bu- bro, bro, you don't understand. Bro, Lawrence Taylor is the greatest defensive player we have ever seen in the history of the game. You, but you allow a little bit of the cocaine use when he's playing. Maybe a little bit. Until, yeah. until, <laughs> you do. until Aaron Donald takes his spot, but yeah. I, you think so? I mean, he's supposed to be soon. If he I keeps it up. I, I think they play two different positions for Aaron Donald to be as disruptive know. as I, LT. Yeah, like, Cause I don't he's, know. It's hard because it's like basketball. Dude. Here's here's my thing is football what? is so hard to pick a goat because like baseball it's two different fields. You have hitting, you have fielding. Basketball, you have sc- scoring, rebounding. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. For football, everybody is doing the like completely different things. Yeah. And so Comparing Deion Sanders to a mean Joe Green is literally different. The, the the opposite of one another. And I understand like the idea of dominance, but I like I can't compare um we, we were just we were just in Cincinnati. I can't compare Anthony Munoz against Tom Brady. Because yeah. like that's two completely, completely different things. Yeah. But I think that if we're talking about Lawrence Taylor versus Bo Jackson, one of the most explosive, I think that Bo would get four, but I'm going Lawrence Taylor gets six. Right. And if you're even going elusiveness, maybe a, 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 a somebody who we haven't talked about yet, uh, a Walter Payton, yeah. uh, you get Barry Sanders in there. Versus Lawrence Taylor, do, uh, I, I'm going. I'm going. Lawrence Taylor still gets him six. I think that those guys are still all time greats. Walter Payton, a legend. Barry Sanders, a legend. Arguably two of the best to ever play the game. But Lawrence Taylor, he, he's yeah. too. He he is the perfect combination of power, speed, agility. Give Derrick Henry twenty yards, full speed. Derrick Henry, honestly. Derrick Henry versus like a Ray a Ray Lewis might be a a, a he turn, might, he t- might be some he turns someone around yeah like that might be a colossal I think collision Ray, I think Ray would smack the heck out of him you think so I yeah dude Derrick Henry made see I, I grew Ray, up I think that Ray Lewis would get I think I think that Ray Lewis would get six. But I think Derrick would no, get four. I I think any of those linebackers from when we were kids would smack Derrick Henry. He's big, but he's not as like I don't know. He's man. stiffed. I watch. I don't that care man. if he's stiffed arm or safety. I it's watch Ray that Lewis. man stiff, st- stiff arm a tight end into the ground and keep going. He threw Josh Norman. That's he a picked corner. a man up and threw him. Yeah, he's 190 pounds. Ray I Lewis understand is 260, that. But he's and also, runs as fast as him. He's also running with the football. With his left arm, bro. his non-dominant. If they're running head first into each other, he's breaking his arm if he tries to stiff arm Ray Lewis. Final one. Final one. I want me. I want Deshaun Watson. Nah, I want I want these two to go against one another. I want Walter Payton, because we hadn't said him yet, versus Ed Reed. I'll take Ed Reed. I think, I think Walter Payton. What what you got Ed Reed out of how many? I'll do six. Six out of ten. I I had to watch that man versus same Walter Payton in six. Ed Reed in four. Okay. I think I think Walter Payton too elusive. I think I think Walter Payton in six. You watch well. you watch grown man miss him. They just they just be trying to grab him and yeah. he's just like no. Nah, Walter Payton gets left on. 
Heat. Jim Heat. Brown versus Jim Brown versus Lou Keekley. Lou Keekley, ten times Luke... out of ten. What? Yeah, the sixties. No, bro, we are not going to disrespect Jim Brown like that. Uh, uh. Jim Brown would beat the living shit. I'm sorry, Wade. Out of Luke Keekley. You're telling me that Luke Keekley, one of the. Dude. Stomping. I'm One just... of the best defense. I mean, not the best defense of all time, but like up there, two-time defensive player of the year. But Jim Brown was a three-time MVP. He... I know it's the sixties. I understand. I that. know, but you don't think he'd get Luke Keekley would get at least four? I think. I think. I think Jim Brown got seven. Who stopped? Then Ray Lewis, Jim Brown, Ray. I got Jim. I got Jim five. I got. I got even out five five. Lawrence Taylor, Jim Brown. Nah, nah. Lawrence Taylor got it. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor got a six fold. But I'm not high. All right, last I'm, one. I'm not last high one. on Jim Brown. So, because he was brown. No, that's not uh, why. I just sure. Uh, he's the only one. brown I could like. I want to hear your MLB. So pitcher versus hitter, they get ten at bats. What do you think is going to happen? Go. Albert Pujols, okay, versus Babe Ruth pitching. <laughs> Albert Pujols will take him yard. I'm gonna take ten Albert ten, out of ten times. You can't be comparing pitching. I ain't never been so confident, <laughs> bro. Here's one. Here's one. Shohei Otani pitching to Babe versus Ruth. Babe Ruth hitting. Shohei, I'm taking Shohei ten out of ten. I think nah. I, How I, fast was the average pitch? I don't know. Babe's Sixty. I, that that's the thing is that like Babe Ruth's era, they didn't have a a gun. So I'd like, say Babe would nobody, get a gun back in the day, just not a yeah a speed. Yeah, not a speed on. Babe, Babe will get at least three hits. We're not talking about home runs, are we? Uh, you you can. <clears throat> I don't know. Say, I don't know. I want Babe's Barry Bonds versus Bob Gibson in his prime. That's good. Ooh, that's a good one. Bob Gibson, bro. I'm sorry, inside but the ba- but babe d- or Barry, got Barry on uh on roids. Barry's taking like nine of them. Are, are we talking Giants or Pirates? Both. You can do whatever one you want. If we go in Giants, he's gonna get six hits, and three of them gonna be home runs. Yeah, Bob do heat though. Heat fire for that, that man. Time that man had. An- but I saw some where it was two two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Barry Bonds had 321 at-bats. He reached base 351 times. He reached base more times than he had at-bats. That's how scared everybody was of him. Yes, but I think that Bob Gibson was like one of the only pitchers that was just like – because in an interview he goes like, you have to beat – the batter down like i would throw inside that was my box i hit him he said i would hit the i'd hit that guy just to make him know i'm I'm gonna hit him nolan ryan and barry bonds randy johnson in his prime throwing a barry randy john randy did throw to barry i'm gonna be honest with you i'm sorry but there ain't nobody who is best in barry bonds out of tenet bats nobody i think not even nolan not even nolan not even randy I'm going that Nolan might get. I'm going that I think he no, might still get on base. I think Nolan would have the six best times. The, I think Nolan would have the best shot. Would anyone any be able to do five with Barry? Ty? No, no, I don't think so. I think that Randy got the best. Nolan got the best. Pedro Martinez got the best. Now, you put Randy against a lot of these other guys. Yeah. 
I, I might I might put them. You put Randy against a prime Mike Trout. I'm going Randy in six. Really? Six out of ten. Yeah. I'm going. You put. Now you want to talk about one that's interesting. Put give me a prime Pedro Martinez versus a t- prime Tony Gwynn. Bro, I'm taking Tony. Tony Tony gets how many hits though? Seven. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna hit no home run. He's getting seven. Seven. He still has bro. The best contact hitter for baseball ever. Give me, give me your. Uh, well, here's the thing that's he, also he, skewed. A he always bit. got on base. So here's the thing that's also skewed a little bit. In order for you to be successful, it's not like football and it's not like basketball where there's a completely one-on-one metric that you could use. Because baseball, a good hitter gets a hit three out of ten times. Okay, and so this actually might kind of be skewed because. Rain, if say for instance it is Barry Bonds versus Randy Johnson, if Barry Bonds hits 500, which is five hits out of ten at bats, he's viewed as a god. He views it owns Randy Johnson. Whereas like, if if Allen Iverson goes against Kobe and Kobe wins four out of eight times, it's a draw. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's a little skewed, but I wonder. Well, the hit, all-time hits leader, Pete Rose. Where Pete Rose versus anybody, bro. Tony Gwynn has the best batting average all time in major leagues, doesn't he? Uh, His career batting average is point three three eight. Nah, probably not. Uh, Where, what's Tell Williams? Tell Williams probably up there. He's got eight batting title titles. Oh try, no! Don't get me uh, wrong. I understand. But I think my phone's dead, by the way. So yeah, you're good. Um, I think Ted Williams got to be up there. Pete Rose probably not up there. Ty Cobb. Ty Ty Cobb. Yeah. Best pitcher of all time. That's hard. Give That's it to hard. me. I want. I want an answer. Nolan Ryan. Just best hitter of all time, Barry. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's Barry. I got. I got to unpack your first question. I was uh, going to say, these two go at it. Ty want, Cobb. Best versus best. Ty Cobb, Rogers Hornsby, Joe Jackson, Ed Delahanty, Billy Hamilton. Oh, that's old school Billy Hamilton. Yeah. I was like, Billy Hamilton that we saw last night? Yeah, that Billy and Ted are tied at six. Okay. Ted Williams. Babe Ruth is eighth. Tony Gwynn is 16th. Just smoking cigarettes out there, babe. Lou Gehrig's 14th. Could you imagine bringing him to this era and he's on, like, in the outfield, like, with a cigarette? He's yeah. like, what are we doing? Just down in 12 beers before the game. Wade Boggs and a bunch of glizzies. All right, Glizzy. so I got to go with. Do you want. Of modern era. I don't, I don't need an old. I got to go in. This is going to be skewed because he took steroids. But I got to go with Roger. I got to go with Roger Clemens. Roger For Clemens got seven Cy Youngs. Against who? Uh, he asked me who the best pitcher okay. was. Okay, best hitter. No, it's Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. I understand that Nolan Ryan's good. Great. Legend. Oh, no. When it comes down to it, whether it's skewed or not, Nolan Ryan has... No Cy Youngs. Bro. And I understand. I think the reason why Nolan Ryan's a legend is because of one stat. 
And that stat is that he has seven no-hitters, which is incredible. But the reason why Nolan Ryan has seven no-hitters I have now decreed. is because he has 20 years in the major league. There will be a debate with Jake when we get back. Oh, no. Nolan Ryan versus... Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. You oh, have well, a I don't know if I could. I have, don't know if I can fully debate Roger Clemens because Roger Clemens cheated. Well, Barry, it's not. It's not Avery, fair. Best hitter of all time. Tell me, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds did steroids, well, so, so you can easily so destroy. Allegedly, he never. He never got caught. You, you know who I really think is the best hitter of all time for real? For real, is Ted Williams. Tony Gwynn. I, I think that Ted Williams had the perfect. He was the perfect combination. And steroids of, wasn't invented back then. Of, oh uh, no, the, no, they did, they did other yeah, stuff. Dude, they, they did cocaine before the game. So oh, was, don't, I, don't get it twisted. Bro, they yeah. had other stuff. I said they didn't do steroids. I did. I was gonna say they probably did crack. Yeah. No, Xanax um, and cocaine will do it for you. I think that Ted Williams. I mean, he was the perfect combination of, he, he was a, a contact hitter. He was a power hitter. I mean. I think he had the highest the, the record. Only, the only person that could really compete with him Willie Mays. Willie Mays, in my mind. Um, because Willie Mays has that five-tool skill set, um, whereas Tell Williams wasn't so the you, greatest. So you tell me, best pitcher of all time? Uh, I No, you just say it. Roger Clemens. Versus Ted Williams. Your best hitter versus your best pitcher. Um, I'm going Ted. Well, it depends. I'm going that Ted Williams would get on base three, four times. No, 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 no. This is the scenario. World Series, bottom of the ninth, base is loaded. You need four to win. Ted Williams is at bat. Two. St- Ted, you need four to win. Ted Williams can't get you that. You need a grand slam. You can't get Ted Williams. Not going to get you that. Who Who do you Ted, want in that Ted, scenario? Ted Williams can get you a single, a double, maybe a home run. One out of a hundred times. This? You have a pitcher that needs to stop a, a blown World Series. Oh, Grand Slam. If you're talking about you I need, need some, a closer. I need, I need someone. You need, you need a closer? Mo. No doubt. Mariano Rivera. That I That's I, I don't have a undisputed. Closer. Yeah, I don't have a closer. You, have, you, have a, you need someone who needs to hit that home run. You need somebody to hit the home run? Then you've got to go with the king. You've you got to go with the home run king, which is either Hank Aaron, if you talk about non-steroids, or... You talk about uh, do Barry Bonds. You, do you take Barry Bonds' record in the playoffs against him since he was not statistically that good in the playoffs? Because he did great regular season, but when it came to playoffs, I mean, he didn't really show Aaron up. wasn't that great during yeah. the playoffs. Ken Griffey Jr. never won a series. I think Ken Griffey Jr. never won a series because he was playing in an era that but did whether, not match him. Whether or not he won a series, you just told me that you have to take into account Barry Bonds because he didn't do that well in the playoffs. Ken Griffey Jr., Never won a series. Then give me, then give me your playoff king. Then, the playoff king, Big Poppy. He loved the kids. <laughs> he just got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he deserves Big it. Poppy in the World Series. All right, Big Poppy versus four fifty. Big Poppy versus Clemens. <laughs> Big Poppy versus Clemens in the playoffs. World Series. World, World Series. Series? Two, Big Poppy. Two strikes. No, no. I'm Martians pointed <laughs> at the Earth. I need one guy, and it's. Igwa Big Poppy. <laughs> Igwa Big Poppy. I'm convinced that's why Max Schellerman was fired years later. Was someone said, Max, we're going to let you go. Why? Igwa Dalla. I understand. Thank you for your time. 
A- any more questions? I, I got all these. I, all st- the- I still so can't closer. believe he said best closer of all time. Cl- oh, now if you're Versus talking about Big Mo, if you talk, oh, shit. Sorry, wait. Um, <laughs> You're good. So I'll tell you what. I would take Big Poppy. You put Big Poppy versus Mariano Rivera. You got. You need a home run to win it. Big Poppy. How, just one at bat. I'll give him. I get him a clean slate. Zero balls, zero strikes. I mean, obviously, I hope so. But I'm saying, like, bro, if, if, it's it's, like, if it's like, no, but what I'm saying is, it's a one. One time. Two, you already got two outs. Bottom of the ninth. You need a but, home run but, to win. But this is a one at bat scenario. Yes. Then I got Mo. I got Mo. Because I think, I think that Big Poppy. Made him so good. If you gave him. Bro, I'll tell you that in a second. He dominated. But you. if you gave him four at bats, he could get you what you needed. Or push it along to the next guy two times. But I can't guarantee that one at bat. Mariano Rivera, the greatest closing pitcher to ever play the game, regular season or postseason, versus Big Poppy, arguably, or you could say Reggie Jackson, Mister 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 October. He's a postseason king. All these great hitters are lefties. Yeah, I mean Derek Jeter was Mister November, but we all know how he I sucks. Feel about Derek we don't like Derek Jeter. But Luckiest. the reason why Derek. The reason why Mariano Rivera was I'm saying that so why you say he is undisputable. Because he has the most saves. He has the most saves, number one. Number two is he had arguably the best pitch that worked for him out of any pitcher. Cutter. And that's the cutter. The cutter is like it's like a fastball, but slightly slower, but also it's like a slider. But it's faster than a slider, and it's slower but moves unlike a fastball. And so that really wasn't around that much. And so he not only did he really was kind of a trailblazer for cutters in general, but he was the best to do it ever. I mean, the way that he used cutters and – but he also had a fastball. He also had a slider. He also had a changeup. And so he could really mix up speeds where he could – if you're waiting for the cutter and you're waiting for it to slide outside, then he could throw you with the fastball and it just be heat inside. If you're waiting for a fastball or a cutter, he could throw you a slider and it would be sl- way slower and you would be out in front so you couldn't hit it. Do you want to know? And if you want to wait for all of them, then if you're you're waiting on something fairly fast, he could throw you with a, a changeup and he would get you with he was that. The as Yankees. Well. He would literally have you yeah. guessing your whole at bat and yeah. you won't hit yeah. anything. Barry Bonds versus mm. Wait, wait, wait. One second. One second. His career ERA, 2.2. Incredible. Post, incredible. Postseason, 0.7. Incre- incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Minimum 30 innings. The only people even close all through about 31, and I was Sandy Koufax, and he wasn't even close. Koufax. 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 My bad. He wasn't even close to Mariano's. <laughs> all right. Yins. Barry Bonds just hitting the ball. We're taking into his account his ability to hit. Doesn't matter. No, Versus no. Mariano Rivera, you got you need buried up. You need Barry to go off. I might take my postseason or no. I don't. This is just their whole career. You can allow steroid usage if you want to use it. Because I'm sure Mariano still, Rivera was still, doing some type of drugs in New York. I still think you could if you give me prime Mo versus prime Barry. I think that in one at bat, I can't guarantee you that Barry Bonds would reach base. But what I do think would happen... Out of 10. Out of 10, I'm going... Barry Bonds reaches base four times. 
and he gets one home run. So still a good stat line versus Mo, but Mo gonna get him more times than not. All right, let's talk about other stuff. Where's Juan Soto going? Where's Juan Soto going? Dodgers. <laughs> no. No, I think he's going to the Cardinals. He should go to the Reds. No. No, you mean <laughs> this might be a hot take. This might be a real hot take. Send him to the do, Knights. Do you know, wait, before you, you, you need somebody. If you're going to sign Juan Soto, I understand that there's this idea that you need to send him to a contender. All right? I understand that the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets, all that kind of stuff. The Pirates. But you need two <laughs> things in order to land Juan Soto. Number one is young assets. You need to get – you're going to give away the whole – the whole farm. farm. All right. So you need, and the Nationals are going to be looking for good farm pieces, they not will. just your, yeah. your, your hundredth and 27th prospect. We're looking for one, two, four, like those kind of prospects in order to get, get Juan Soto. And the second thing is you need somebody who has enough money on their payroll to pay them. Yeah. And so this might be a hot take here. Do you know? But I think that Juan Soto, if he gets traded, would not leave Maryland. He would go to the Baltimore Orioles. For what? What are they going to get? They the Baltimore get the, get a vet. Get your other Baltimore Orioles would probably give up Cedric Mullins. They would probably give up their number one. Adley? They might even give up Adley. That'd and they be- might even give up maybe somebody. They would probably want to keep Adley. So give him, give them Cedric, or maybe even not even give up Cedric. Give them like just give him Ryan Mountcastle. Their top three. Give them give Mount- um, Trey Mancini and Mountcastle. Trey Mancini and Mountcastle. Give them two other prospects, and you and got gonna- one. You got Juan Soto. You got Adley Rutschman. You have Cedric Mullins, and you have three, arguably of the brightest. Future. possible stars in the game on one team. And, now, you still ain't got pitching. And they're only a few games out from being a wildcard team. Yeah, they're, they're two so games. I, and and they ain't paying nobody. And so you could give Juan Soto that $50 million that yeah. he wants I was, a year. I was saying, seeing the, the, the three That's finals. That's actually the best that was, idea that I've was, actually that, got. I haven't even seen that yet. The, uh, the teams that are front runners are the Yankees. Well, not anymore because I got Ben Intendi literally five minutes ago. But Padres. He's correct. The Padres want Juan Soto. The Cardinals want Juan Soto. I don't know who. And the Dodgers want Juan Soto. I don't Soto. know who they're going to give up. Now, I'm worried, though, that because Juan Soto only has one year left on his contract, that they're not going to the, pay him. The Nationals are not going to want as much. If that makes sense. They just know. Because they know that well, there's only going to be – you only left. got them for a year left. And so teams are not going to want to trade their first prospect, second, third, fourth, fifth. Now, obviously, that would be well, ridiculous. The, but, like, you, you wouldn't want to do that could. because you, you only get them for possibly a year. What's the craziest baseball trade then? We always talk about the Herschel Walker trade, and we talked about the some trades in basketball. Is there a trade in the MLB history that's like – this was insanity. Uh, Trey Turner, Max. I'll figure that out. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I'm I don't. Think. I don't even I don't know. know. I'm asking y'all. I mean, I, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner was kind of weird to the Dodgers. Max season. Scherzer and Trey Turner was actually fairly insane. Yeah. 
Um, because for, you're talking about for no players. Top, yeah, I mean, I I guess I understand it just because like Max Scherzer and Trey Turner that was their last year of the, their contract. Um, but it is one of those things where you didn't get a whole lot of people. Well, apparently Lefty Grove was traded for offense. Yeah, oh. we we know about that. I know well, that one. Babe Ruth got traded to the Yankees, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, he got traded. Johnny Jones for a live turkey. That's interesting. These are groundbreaking. Look up the biggest major league trade of all time. Can't believe Lefty Grove got traded. For, he's on my bullpen on MLB The Show. He's still, that's still wild. Getting traded for a fence. <laughs> Who got – didn't uh, – <laughs> Didn't uh, Kyle Korver get traded for a fax machine or a copier? Kyle Korver? Yeah. Basketball player? Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. He was traded for a fax machine and some cash. Uh, I think he went to the Kings. Cy Young for a suit. Interesting. Suit? Suit. S-U-I-T, I believe is how you spell suit. But, um, yeah, I think that. I think another team that fits my two two thing criteria I think would be the Tigers. Um, I think that, like, they could give them money. They could give them assets. Yeah, but they're trying to trade all their players, even their ace. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Trade Miggy. No, they wouldn't trade Miggy. This is Miggy's last year. Yeah. Is it? They got Lou Brock to the Cardinals. Well, number one was Babe Ruth to the Yankees. Roger Clemens to the Yankees. Oh, yeah, Roger Clemens was on Jeff Bagwell to the Astros. John Smoltz to Braves. Frank Robinson to the Orioles. Got traded to the Braves? From where? John Smoltz. The counterweight to this deal was Dolly Alexander to the Detroit Tigers. But it is Smoltz Smoltz the Yankees that was on the list. I always thought Smoltz was on the Yankees. I mean, the Braves, his whole career. Joey Batista to the Blue Jays. Jose. Jose. Joey Batista, baby. Jason Veritrick, Veritek. Veritek to the Red Derek Sox. Low to Red Sox. Big Poppy was on that uh, World twins. Series team, wasn't he? He was on the Twins. Yeah, no. He was him, Pedro, and Manny Ramirez were the foundation well, of that World Series What about team. Barry Bonds? Was he a free agent or a trade? He was free agent. I think he was free agent, yeah. Yeah. So, sounds pretty pretty popular oh, for right. Pittsburgh. The city hates him. Yeah. Because um, he left? All right. Yes. Let's talk about some NFL. I mean, they're we, over we, it now. we said we weren't going to spend too much time uh, on this podcast. NFL training camp started. People came back. Russell Wilson said, "Let's ride," and his Bronco. Lamar still no deal. He has arrived at training camp, but is not practicing, as far as we can tell. Him, DK Metcalf. He needs to practice how to throw. I think it was him, Debo Samuel, and someone else are like at practice, but not practicing. Cause oh, cause let's it, talk about because if they hold they out, they don't the get their money. Moving on from Trey Lance. Or Jimmy, moving on to Trey Lance. How do, you feel? Jimmy G. How do you feel? I don't know. I don't know. I, I Here's my thing. Also, like, I'm going to say it now. Tua Tungavailoa is going to be a top 10 quarterback because I – listen to me. I'm saying for fantasy. No. I'm going to tell you something right now. Every year <laughs> for the past five years – Draft him then. I have – I will. I have drafted a quarterback the year before he pops off. Years ago, I drafted Goff. Before he went on his Super Bowl run and did great. Second, it wasn't great. I, I drafted. Jo- Golf should not be the one. We are. We are. We are. Do you we remember are. his fifty-six point shootout game against the Chiefs? It was all Jared. It was all Todd Gurley. Well, <laughs> I, I had. I, I got him the year before. Okay, we are Jared Golf haters. Second, I think it was Lamar the year before he popped off. 
I got Lamar the year before he popped off. I grabbed I grabbed two of this year, so that means that next year he's going to go off. I grabbed Joey B. Um, the year he got hurt, and then the year after he, of course, goes off. So if if this tradition holds, <laughs> Tua's going to be a great fantasy right. option. Tua's career it. rests on your shoulders. He's going to die on my shoulders, then, I guess, because I don't think he's going to do great. But I drafted Lord Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. <laughs> That's fine. Don't believe me. All right, we have to hold you to yeah, this. If he no, pops yeah. off. Yeah. I'll re-implement the mustache. So, he, Trey Lance, is he going to be good? So my I didn't ask you for your is, opinion. I say yes or no right now. Uh, is he going to be good? In what in what sense? I'm going to say, what is what is a good season for a rookie quarterback? How eight many wins. wins. I think we'll get more than eight wins. He's Do you rookie, think his though. stat line would say, I see potential or promise in this young man, or wow, we messed up? I think he'll be somewhere in the in the middle. I think that he'll be kind of like a Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence type situation. Going after this moms, year. got it. Um, yeah. So I don't think that you know what's going to happen. I don't think that he'll be super good, and I don't think that we might squeak into a wild card spot. But I don't think we'll be anything crazy. Um, but I think that he will show enough promise. I mean, we traded a lot for him. Two and first so, rounds. Yeah, so like a we're going to have to roll with them whether he's good or not. You have to um, face like the you music. got you got to p- let it play out until at least his contract expires. You pick up um, his fifth year option. What is second I mean, year? Are, this is second year. That that's looking way deep. You said until his contract's up. He's only got two more years. Well, the this and then two more years because he got four years. All right, three, yeah. So, but my thing is, is I'm not the biggest fan of it because I know that what upside he has. He's a mobile quarterback. I mean, everybody looked at what he did at North Dakota State, but if you're looking at Jimmy G, yes, Jimmy G's not the greatest, flashiest, best pocket passer quarterback, but we're talking about somebody who is – we're talking about somebody who has brought you every single year that he's been healthy. I've talked about it on the show. First year he was there, he got hurt. We were terrible. Second year that he was there, he took us to the Super Bowl. Third year that he was there, he was hurt for majority of the season. We missed the playoffs. Last year, we went to the NFC Championship game. So, like, yes, you could say that it's the defense. Yes, you could say that it's the run game. Yes, you could say that it's Kyle Shanahan. But what you can't say is that a common denominator in all the success Jimmy is Jimmy G. That's all. That's all I got to say. So I think he's gonna Trey's gonna be good. You're then, Jimmy G. You can seek a trade. You know you're gonna get nothing now for Jimmy G because the Niners have announced to the world they're gonna cut on. him. They're gonna cut him. You got too much dead cap money. Who takes him? Should the Panthers have grabbed Jimmy G instead of Baker? No, no, because he still hasn't had surgery. No. Um, I think I think in a perfect world, you in a perfect world you get the Seahawks. I mean the Seahawks in division rivals though. Yeah, but you know they're not going to be that I mean, good. If Richard Sherman can come to the 49ers after him disrespecting us like Michael, that, Michael. like anybody can come in like and obviously maybe the AFC North or like the NFC East is maybe like a little bit different because of that like Atlanta that rivalry. Get Atlanta. But I 
Jimmy G's better Jim, than Marcus Mariota. Jimmy I mean, look, G, that's not a bad idea. Steelers got Ogan Joby, and he's the one who pushed Mason Rudolph over after Miles Garrett assaulted him. Dang, and now they're on the same roster. I wonder how Mason feels. We're the biggest Larry Ogan Joby podcast. Yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah. Come on the podcast, Larry. Hey, we're in Pittsburgh right now, so uh, he's, he's thirty minutes down the road. Yeah. All right. So last thing, I want to I want to get us out of here. It is right now twelve o'clock at night, so we need to we need to wrap this thing up. Last thing, wrap it up. Twenty questions. Still Weddle too. Oh my god! I don't have my phone. I'll do it, but twenty questions first. Twenty questions. Or I'll keep it first. easy for what you. you. What do you want to do for the Weddle? Are they four major American sports? Yes. Are they gay? No. Do- You we had to know. Are they active? No. <laughs> okay. Football. Yes. All right. Oh, so dodge three extra questions there. They're so active and they play football. They're active and yes. they play football. They AFC. Yes. Will this player, in your opinion, go on to have a Hall of Fame career? No. Okay, so not someone. That important. was six. Are they offense? No. Oh. So about defense. AFC North. No. AFC East. No. AFC West. No. That was 10. Eight. Well, it's AFC South. And they're a defender? No. no. no, 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 no. Wait. This is special teams. Wait, 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 wait. They're not going to go on to be a Hall of Famer, and they're not a def- so they're not a defender or an offender. So this is so – I'm not asking you. We're the AFC Jags, South. Jags, correct? Titans, Texans, and Colts. We got to go- – are well, they on special teams? Yes. Okay, so if he knows punt returner or kicker. Dog. Dog. What? Is it Pat? You said they're active? No. Oh, it was Pat McAfee. Yes. I thought you said they were active. I asked no. if they were active. I said that they were not active. Oh. oh, then I was confused. Oh, well, that was easy. Okay, cool. we won. All right, we're at Weddle. We finally won. All right, Weddle. Shohei Otani's interpreter. All right. Still all right. heated. You know what? I'm the host of the Weddle now, Jacob. Okay. I'm not helping at all. You guys got you this. You got to tell us what the results are. All right. Who's your first player? Uh, Give me Amari Cooper. All right. He's 28. He's taller than 6'1". He's – what does yellow mean? Yellow means that it's close, but it's not there. They're in the AFC, but not the AFC North. His number is higher than two, and he's a, he's not a wide receiver. He is not a wide receiver, um, and he's in the AFC. What's the height? It's taller than six one, and he's not a wide receiver. Uh, give me, uh, give me Jabo, just uh, Joey, Joe, Justin Herbert. He's twenty eight. Just I got to figure out what the division is. Do you, you want me to put Justin Herbert? Yes. Okay. Uh, AFC West. He's on the Chargers. He's not a quarterback. He's not a wide receiver. Finish he's... Melvin Gordon. No, Melvin Gordon's on the Broncos. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's his uh... number is lower than ten. It's a tight end. If he's if he's taller than six who's one, on shorter the... than six six, and he's on the Chargers. Bro. On the Charger? He played for the Packers and the Saints. Is it I, Jared I, Cook? Yeah. I know who it is. It's Jared Cook. God, this guy's really good at the Weddle. Wait, I thought you said it was below like the number eight. His number oh 
Above two, lower than ten. Yeah, that's not Jared Cook. Oh, well. Isn't he 12? Jared Cook's like 87. Jared Cook, I can't even pick his name anyway, so. Was it Mike Williams? Well, he can't be a tight end. No, it can't be a wide receiver because we had Amari Cooper. Well, who's their backup running back? Austin Eckler and. It's not a quarterback or a receiver. So it has to be a running back or a tight end if he's taller than six one and shorter than six six. Could be uh, Keenan Allen. It's not a tight end, but Barbara, never mind. I don't know who they're. I don't know. I got no idea. You're stepping in now. His number's eight. I know this because he scored a touchdown against the Steelers. And he's tall. A miracle. I don't know. <laughs> a miracle. This man just said. I know his number. His number's eight. He scored against my team one time. Hey, Siri. That is. No, 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 no. Number eight, Chargers. No, 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 no. Got it. I got absolutely no idea. We're going to figure this out. You ain't going to get it. If this is what, if this is. If you the, know hard mode? No. Is that Isaiah Spiller? Well, we got a problem because there's only one guy with the number eight on the. Is that Mike Williams? No, it's a defensive player, which is what's wrong with this. How do, Who's how, the backup running back for the Chargers? Backup running back for the Chargers. What? What number is Austin Eckler? Thirty-two. It's well, Bryce Callahan's number eight, apparently, and yeah, said, that's him. That's him. He's a cornerback. <laughs> you said offense. I don't think I did the hard one. <laughs> Give me what? This. What? No, Give me you this. lost it. Let me see it. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're doing. Don't do it over. No, we're not doing. Figure out what happened. We're doing Austin Eckler. He's not a running back. So he's a tight end. So he has to be a tight end. I'll look up the tight ends for the chart. It's Hunter Henry. <laughs> I know. I'm just Hunter joking. Henry's not it has to be a tight end. But I don't know who the tight end for the Chargers is. thought it was Jared Cook. Gerald Everett. He's on the Seahawks. He says it's the starter. It is Jared Everett. When did he get on the Chargers? Is All right, y'all. You want to do the hard one? No, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. No. It's 12 o'clock. Sleep is for the week. I was, I was saying some of my best stuff on this podcast, by the way. Sleep some deprived, my, Jacob. Some of my best. You did say... Give me Igua Big Poppy. Igua Big Poppy, baby. All right. Well, next. All right, y'all. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, y'all have a good rest of your week, and we'll let you know what's going on in Pittsburgh. And, yeah, we'll see you next week.